When it's a phone, not a phone. When it's a radio, RadioOnTheGo.com is where you can download the app for iPhone or Android. Then listen anywhere to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio On The Go. Attention valued customers of First Bank Hampton. This is Dave Huberger and we're getting ready for a fresh, exciting update coming your way. We're thrilled to announce that our lobby will be refreshed to serve you better than ever before. Picture this, modern, spacious, and designed with your comfort in mind. Services will not be disrupted during our lobby refresh and you can continue to shop and conduct your daily banking. We can't wait to share a new welcoming atmosphere with you. First Bank Hampton is a member of FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nest Egg. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Butler County Auditor Leslie Grone as we're going to talk about the upcoming city school election on November 7th. Going to get a preview of the election coming up there in Butler County. Leslie, thanks for the time here today. Sure, no problem. So let's begin by talking about voter registration month here first before we preview the election there in Butler County. September is National Voter Registration Month. National Registration Day was Tuesday the 19th. Just kind of talk about the importance of Voter Registration Month and why people need to keep up to date with that information for themselves. Sure. Yeah, I was kind of looking at it. Like you said, it's National Voter Registration Month. That was really established by secretaries of states across you know the nation to encourage voter participation and then make um, awareness of each individual state's requirements for registering to vote. Really, the importance of it. Each state, you know, has their own requirements. Um, in Iowa, the voters really have two ways to register to vote. They can pre-register to vote. That's by simply completing a voter registration form up to 15 days before the election which for the upcoming city school elections is October 23rd. So just filling out that form. Iowa voters can also register to vote at their polling place on election day. When you do that, you have to prove both who you are and where you are or where you live. The best way to do that is really to bring their valid ID with them and it has to have their new address on it if they've changed, you know, their their current address if they've moved recently or anything. Additional proof of ID or proof of residence options are available for election day registration, but um, our goal would really to be have everyone pre-register to vote. That simplifies the registration ahead of the election. So on election day, they know they're all set to go. But of course, the election day registration is an option for them. We don't want anybody not to go vote because they're not registered in time. They can do it that day. So you said information can change if a person were to move from county to county and especially state to state then, Leslie? Registration can change. Yes, you have to register in the county that you're living in, wherever you reside now. You have to register in that county. So you're registered to vote and you can get your correct poll in place. So that's when that information can change easily. So. Now with the city school election coming up, obviously mayor's up for election, a lot of city council members there in Butler County. What are some important deadlines that the candidates need to know about and even the average voter need to know about, Leslie? Sure. For the the candidates, basically the filing period is the most important deadline, and that's actually September 21st at 5 p.m. to file if you'd like to be in any of those open races at the city and school elections. Other deadlines I have are pertaining to absentee voting. Absentee voting um, here in Iowa can be done two ways, really, Um, and I was going to go through them both. The first is by mail. 
So voters can complete an absentee request form now until October 23rd at 5 p.m. to vote by mail. Um, when we receive those absentee request forms, we get everything ready, the packets all ready to be mailed on October 18th because by law that's the first day absentee ballots can be mailed for the election. So just, you know, if you complete a request form between now and October 18th, no, we're holding on to that request, getting it ready, but it wouldn't be until the 18th of October before we put those in the mail. Another option is to vote in person at the auditor's office. Anyone eligible to vote in Butler County can vote right here by absentee at the auditor's office beginning October 18th through November 6th. Our auditor's office is open from 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. And then on election day, of course, voting must be done in person at the designating polling place. Polls are open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on election day. We'll talk more about those polling places here in just a moment and more about the general election itself there in Butler County. Again, joined by Butler County Auditor Leslie Grone getting an update on what's going on there in Butler County as the city school election less than two months away there on November 7th. As she talked about, absentee voting is due November 6th. That'll start up here in a couple of weeks. So Leslie, obviously in Butler County in terms of school board, you're part of North Butler, the Dumont side of Hampton Dumont, Applington, Parkersburg, part of Dyke, New Hartford as well. Just kind of a rundown in terms of the elections going on in you know, city elections, city council, mayors, and also the school boards there. That's right, that's correct. For Allison, we have um, three open city council seats and one city council to fill a vacancy and then one mayor. In Applington, we have two city council seats and a mayor. In Ardale, we have three city council seats, that's all of them, and a mayor. In Bristow, we have five city council seats, that's all of them, and the mayor. In Clarksville, we have two city council seats and the mayor. In Dumont, we have three city council seats and the mayor. In Green, we have two city council seats and the mayor. In New Hartford, we have two open city council seats, one city council seat to fill a vacancy, and the mayor. In Parkersburg, we have three open city council seats and one city council seat to fill a vacancy, one city council seat to open a vacancy. In Shell Rock, we have three city council seats and one mayor. And then the three school districts we have here in our area that I have listed are Applington Parkersburg. There are three school board member seats open. Uh, North Butler, there are three school boards. And Clarksville, we have two school board members open. In regards to polling places, uh, do you have information regarding that, the several polling places people need to know about? Yes, that information is all on our website. That has not changed for several years. Our polling places are, you can start with Green, the community center in Clarksville at the AMVETS, New Hartford. We have a polling place in Shell Rock, Parkersburg, Applington, Allison, and Dumont. Right, very good. Then finally, kind of a question off this uh, in regards to the importance of the city school election we're talking about fair, uh, trying to get some area you know, mayor's up for election on our newsmaker, talking with county auditors, you included here, talking about the importance of the city school election. I often hear about, you know, city council members, mayors say, well, if you have something to say, put your name in the hat. So, Leslie, just your thoughts on the importance of these city school elections and the so-called off-year elections, as they call them. Oh, absolutely. Our, our local elections here are, you know, very important to everyone on their day to day basis. You know, what's happening in your city or is happening in your school district. They're affecting your property taxes. They're affecting your day to day life. You know, what happens at school events, how the school buildings look. Same thing with your cities, city buildings, city streets. Very important for day to day living. 
Yeah, so get out make your presence known. I know the last uh, election in 2019, that should have been about four years ago, the last election like this, uh, there was a solid turnout here across the area hoping to continue the up the numbers for those city school elections. We are joined by Butler County Auditor Leslie Grone as we're previewing the city school election there in Butler County, city school election November 7th. And Leslie, before I let you go today, anything else you'd like to add ahead of the election in November? Absolutely. I mentioned the auditor's office. We're here anytime someone has any questions. You can stop in if you need to register to vote, update your voter registration, vote by absentee, or ask any other questions. We're here to help. We Also, I wanted to mention we have a new phone number pretty recently. It is 319-346-6547. That's on our website and every other place. I just wanted to mention it here. It is a new number. We also have an election page on our county website. It contains links to those forms we talked about, the voter registration form or the absentee request form. And then that website will also contain um, the sample ballots when they're all ready to go. So we really want anybody to call, ask any questions. We want voter registration information current so we can ensure we are accurately informing all the voters of their correct polling location and make election day voting an easy and seamless experience for everybody. So anybody who has any questions, please call us. And like Leslie said, the new number, 319-346-6547. Leslie, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us, and hopefully we'll talk on the road. All right, thanks. Have a good day. All right, that's Leslie Grove, today's guest on our Newsmaker program. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Tired of standing in line at the bank? Hi, this is Maria Seams with First Bank Hampton. Banking is now as easy as snap, tap, and deposit. Open your bank app, snap a photo of your check, tap a few buttons, and voila, your money is deposited into your checking account right away. No more rushing to the bank before closing time. No more waiting in line. With mobile deposit, you have the power of doing banking right in your pocket. Your time matters, and so does your money. Download the First Bank Hampton app today. Member FDIC. 